You're listening to the Tech Edition Podcast, episode 82. Isaac Clark, like Charlie Sheen. Hi, my name is Sergio. I'm your host with the Tech Edition Podcast. Hi, I'm Clarence. Hey, this is James. I'm back in the south from the white north. <laughs> Why's it got to be white? <laughs> because it was covered in snow. Although oh. there was dirty snow, but... Is that the reason we just to see no black people? <laughs> you know what? I saw two black people the whole time I was up there. It was very odd. It's like Namai What? Nanda. <laughs> I guess that's Carrie. <laughs> uh this is the eighty second episode. Of the Technician Podcast, and did you did you guys know that both the NBA and the uh, NHL operate eighty two game regular seasons? Wow! <laughs> just been all night digging up that. Uh-huh. <laughs> eighty two games in the regular season of the NBA and the NHL, which is weird that it's the same like same number for, for both. Yeah, I, I knew about the NBA, but I didn't know it about hockey. Good to know. Does anybody watch hockey except for those Canadians? No offense, James. <laughs> Northerners, uh, Northerners really like hockey. Hey. Well, a. I mean, we got a hockey team here in the South. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Anybody watch hockey besides Canadians? Yeah, and Canada has a baseball team, so. <laughs> oh man. I'm, see how that works. There's a Jamaican bobsled team, but that didn't really mean, mean anything. <laughs> All right, well, now that we're a tiny bit smarter, let's move on to news. We've got Google's all over the place in the, in the podcast today, but let's start off with some Facebook news. So uh, Facebook is set to release a uh, third-party company platform. Uh, if you're familiar with Discuss, uh, which is on a, a, a myriad of blogs out there, which you can there's this one universal login where you can leave your comments. You know, you go to the next blog, same login. Um, it has a lot of plugins for other different services. But Facebook is going to be doing something almost just like Discuss. Um, the, the big difference here being that everything is going to tie back into a certain Facebook account or it has potential to. So say uh, Techpedition puts this uh comment platform on our site and when you actually go to our fan page on facebook the comments will be there also so there's a lot of potential for this to pretty much kill discuss (laughs) (laughs) wow jump to a very dark place there (laughs) yeah i mean facebook is already taken over so i mean popular as discuss is i just I feel, I mean, if Facebook comes out with something that's so closely related, they'll they'll wind up crushing them. Yeah, yeah. Fa- Facebook's already to the point where no matter what what uh, blog you visit, there's a little button that says like. Yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah, and you, know, you do know that if you're logged into your Facebook account, they know when you go to all those sites so they can kind of track you and they keep a little history of you that they give to advertisers. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it's just just deeper integration. So hopefully Facebook isn't isn't becoming uh, 
the the new Google, but yeah, they already are. <laughs> Google. They're talking about phones and all kinds of crap. Yeah. Facebook phone. What? Well, well, speaking of Google, uh, apparently the Android uh, operating system has ousted Nokia handsets as the top seller of smartphones. Uh, with thirty. Yep. yep. 32.9 million handsets sold globally last quarter. Uh, finally, Nokia is not at the head of the throne. What do you guys think of that? Not surprised, not in the least. Especially when you can go to, um, this is for example, like SalesSouth, some of their um, Android phones are subsidized to where you only pay like, I think like 30 bucks when you get them. So, I mean, it's everywhere. You see them on the smaller, they go all the way to the deluxe. Um, Super phones, all the way down to the cheap ones. So I mean, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I mean, and, and now that uh, Verizon has the iPhone, also, I mean, AT and T has to like do something else. So you you're going to see a whole crap ton of Android devices uh, start to appear on AT and T, which I think they already have a few. But I I I mean, it's just going to like probably take over AT and T also. Yeah, I just. I like Windows Phone 7. I think it's a great concept, but I think they're just a little too late to the game. Um, it's, it's, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I there are right now, uh, there are no Windows Phone 7 phones or handsets or whatever they're called now. Uh, none of those are on Verizon at all. So yeah, that's. I think they'll be later this year. They're coming though. They're coming. They're coming. Yeah, but the funny thing is, I don't know anyone with a Windows Phone 7 device. So yet, me neither. <laughs> nope. Mm. Oh well. Well, Google again has 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 still been very busy. Not only selling a lot of phones, uh, they're also trying to catch Bing doing nefarious things. Da 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 da. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Google apparently has too much time on their hands, and they actually had a team of people. Uh, trap Bing into copying their <laughs> search results. It, 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 like, it's really hard to explain how they did Good it. Old phone. But what, what they did is they set up these fake words that when you Google them, nothing comes up. Uh, they then go into the back-end service of Google and attach that word to a website, an irrelevant website. That way, when you search, you know, in Google, <laughs> you immediately get this unrelated website, and it comes up. They then had many of their staffers to search that in Google and click the link. Search that in Google, click the link to 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 build like a cache in the Internet Explorer uh, data gathering tools, uh, mainly the Bing toolbar and the oh, what's the other one? Um, whatever the the thing where it, where it suggested sites, and within a week, some of these fake words were actually popping up in the Google search engine with the exact same irrelevant sites as results. So immediately, Google was like, "Oh, stealing our search results! We knew it." But the it was only happening to about. Not seven to nine percent of the about a hundred different words they create in the Google system. So my question is: Is are they stealing it, or is it just coincidence? I mean, my thing is, 
Who cares? I mean, okay, okay. Uh, okay. They both have their own technologies that that they're using. Both are public sites that anybody can go to. So, I mean, what? I mean, why would? I don't. I really don't see the problem. I really don't see the issue with them. Even if they were blatantly copying it, I mean, what are they gonna do when Dead came out? Hundreds of of clones popped up doing the same exact thing. So, if it's a public site, I mean. I don't really fault Microsoft for doing it, even though it does look kind of shady. In the words of Pablo Picasso, good artists imitate, great artists steal. <laughs> <laughs> wow. See, I, I don't look at it that way. Like, you don't steal. You know, you're Microsoft. You don't need to steal. <laughs> Dude, you must not know much Just about buy. Microsoft. <laughs> Dude, watch the powers of Silicon Valley. Apple and Microsoft just, both rich people. Like, so. or, or just Wikipedia Bill Gates, dude. That's how he made all his money. He he made his own copy of um DOS. I mean, <laughs> then he licensed it and sold it to IBM. I can't, I can't remember exactly what happened, but Microsoft was formed on stealing stuff from other people. I mean, wow. well, well, not not on that Apple the same way. Uh, if you watch the Pirates of Silicon Valley, like the Apple board used to go into Xerox and look at all the cool ideas people would try to bring to Xerox and copy them and put them in their own operating system. If that's true, so I mean, they they did they copied from Xerox and uh, eventually Microsoft copied from from uh from from everybody else. So yeah, but 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 copying an idea or seeing something that works. And creating your own is one thing, but just that copy and pasting is that you know it's like that's it's different. It's like oh, Google's going to do the work, and then we'll just you know list the exact same thing. Well, well, this is what happened. Okay, um, this dude wrote this version of DOS called eighty six DOS, and um, Bill Gates licensed it and made his own version, and. <laughs> he sold it to IBM. Yeah, he he basically he the equivalent of it, he, he he bought it from the guy. He he bought it from the guy, and he only well according to the movie, he bought it from from him and only paid him like what fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, and wound up making millions off of it. So yeah, I mean, well that's not stealing though. Yes, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> it's it's shady. <laughs> it's it's smart. If you walk up to somebody's, I will give you fifty thousand dollars for that thing right there, and the dude goes. Sure, that that's not stealing. That's just being business savvy. Yeah, yeah. That's stealing. I got it. That's, that's <laughs> business savvy right there. Sorry, stealing. And, and that's the other guy being dumb enough. Not it's, really. it's just like those people. It's just like those people that buy some buy some old antique from some old lady for like a hundred bucks, and then they go sell it for like ten thousand dollars. It's shady. <laughs> But anyway, if 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 this Google big Bing thing is bad, uh, I mean it it looks kind of shady, but at the very least, I don't think it's an issue. Yeah, well, for the common man, it's not going to matter at all. Nobody I just, I just thought it was interesting that this that, <laughs> uh, that that you know Google went out of their way to be like, look, look what they're doing. So well, I mean that's what they do. <laughs> You got to discredit your competition. Hmm. Like I said, nobody uses Bing, so that's true. No one, yeah. I've never binged it. I tried using Bing. It's no, like here's the question. Those commercials are like you get search overload. Like I only get search overload when I use Bing. 
I don't get it from Google. Hmm. Well, now I have a question. What, did the search results come up the exact same as Google? Like, in the same order? Well, no, like, the, the word that they were putting in the system was not, when they found the word, it wasn't rendering any search results. Okay, it was a fake word. Basically just jumbled up letters. Google manufactured search results in the Google uh, search, so a specific website would pop up when you Googled that fake word. Yeah. If Bing was not looking at the Google results, when you search that fake word in Bing, you're also going to get no results. However, within a week, they were getting the exact same irrelevant websites that Google planted in their system. My thing is, dude, anything, like, anything you type in those search bars and web browsers, whether it's Bing or Google or whatever it is, they're, they're, they're like mining all that stuff. So, I mean, it's like whatever. <laughs> All like, right. Know what you ate for lunch, so big deal. No, that's Facebook. Facebook knows what everybody had for lunch. But moving on. I thought it was uh, Twitter. Uh, yeah, yeah. What are you tweet eating? Uh, so Final Fantasy. What's up with Final Fantasy? Well, um, there were some games released this year for you know. Oh, you're talking about my news article. Um, yes, yes. Final Fantasy Versus 13, the fabled new Final Fantasy game that was announced before Final Fantasy 13, but still isn't out. And it's being created by Tetsuya Nomura. He's, it's being directed by him. Wait, they so. finally revealed the gameplay, and big shocker, <laughs> it plays exactly like Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> wow. It's made by the guy that made Kingdom Like I was, like everybody, like on this game show, like, they're like, "Oh my god, this is so awesome!" It's freaking Kingdom Hearts with a Final Fantasy 13 skin on it. That's all it is. <laughs> I'm, re- I'm really not impressed, and I, 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 I'm just, I'm, I'm. I mean, I'm sure it's gonna be a great game, and it's definitely gonna be better than Final Fantasy 13. But I'm just like, really, this, this is what I've been waiting for, for like ever. That's pretty funny. I was just not impressed at all. Hmm. Like if you watch the guy, like he like flips around in circles, like when he's swinging the like it, it looks exactly like Sora, but he's like got the emo clothes on and his head <laughs> is big. Like people were saying it looked like um Crisis Core, but it it's but it I, I don't know. I was just really disappointed how similar the the um the battle system was to Kingdom Hearts. Wait, didn't you like Kingdom Kingdom Hearts? I did. Did, did you like the, the the combat more than what you like like than the combat in thirteen? I, I also like Ridge Racer, but I don't want Gran Turismo to play. I just like it. I do because I don't want to play Gran Turismo. But that's a different <laughs> argument. If you if you like Gran Turismo, you don't want it to play like another game. That's that's my point. You know, it's like yeah. they. I, I just I just wish they would have done more. I mean, this is safe. Like I said, it, it's gonna be, but I'm sure it's gonna be better than 13. But I was just, I was just kind. I mean, I wasn't disappointed, but I was, I was just kind of like, oh, you know, that. So that's yeah, well, wasn't the main thing about 13? From what I've heard from everybody that's talked about, it, isn't the main thing the problem people have with 13 was it took so long for the story to get going? Well, yeah, there was that, and there was the whole spinning forever, just running down straight halls. Um, there's no exploration. There's no world map. There's no town areas where you talk to people. You just run straight down these halls 
and you fight these boring battles. And yeah, the story takes way too long to develop. That's just one part of it. Um, I had lots of problems with that game. Hopefully, they're rectified okay. in thirteen two. I doubt it. <laughs> I'm not, not going to spend $60 to find out, I'll tell you this. Oh. Although, although I will admit that this game does look cooler. 13.2 does look cooler than, than 13. Just because um, Lightning's got the whole... Like, Lightning was the only reason I played that game as long as I did. She's like the coolest... She's the coolest character. She's like the female version of Cloud or whatever. But she's actually an interesting character. Whereas, I like, the rest of the game sucks. So, I don't know. I might rent it. Hmm. Well, I have great news. I don't know, it may not be great news. Beavis and Butthead is coming back. Everyone is silent. I knew it. It's not great news. Okay, question here is, is it, are they just bringing it back or is it like new shit? So, uh, it's new. Lame sauce. It's new. Which, which just goes to prove my point that you can't cancel a, a cartoon. You, it's impossible. With so, no, it's not. It, like so, so what did you can't, you, you can't uh, cancel a, a cartoon. It will be back. How long has this been off the air exactly? Uh, fourteen years. Yeah, I'd say that counts as canceled. Not if it's back. If it's back, then it's not canceled. Well, they can uncancel it. They did it with Star Trek. Yeah, but I, I think it's no. no go ahead. I, I'll just. Do, do you think it even has an audience? No, it will at least not. I mean, why would it be on MTV? Is my question. Yeah, I, I mean, and plus I would think it'd be competing with shows like The Family Guy and stuff like that, which are way more intelligent <laughs> than Beavis and Butthead was. I, I think this makes about as much sense as actually making the Duke Nukem game. I mean, <laughs> the people that actually enjoyed this and moved on, and, and, and kids now are going to look at this and be like, what in the heck is this crap? Yeah, no, they're, they're going to be looking at their parents watching their laughing asses. I'll go, okay, this is lame. I don't know, because the parents at this point have grown up. It's When was the last time you watched Beavis and Butthead? Because it's really hard to go back to. I can imagine. I didn't enjoy it when it was on the air, so I know I'm not going to enjoy it now. Like, I enjoyed it, but I watched it about four years ago, and I'm like, really? I enjoyed this? <laughs> Man. Why is I Am Cornholio funny? I don't... Wh- yeah, and then, Cornholio, do you have a teepee? <laughs> and like <laughs> I said, the people who were pro- that probably used to watch this or probably moved on to other stuff like, I mean, if they are still watching adult cartoons or whatever, probably watching stuff like Family Guy and stuff like that, you know. Exactly. So when it comes back, it's going to have to step up its game or it's going to be laughed off of, you know, off of the air again. So are they going to bring back, what was the other cartoon? Daria? They're bringing that back too? Uh, Daria was awesome. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I love Daria. Uh, like I, I'll just give you an example. Like I loved Invader Zim when I was younger. My nephews watched it and they're like, "What is this garbage? <laughs> Get this off TV!" Yeah, it, and as I said, I don't know why this is coming to MTV because it will not appeal to the people that watch MTV currently. 
Well, I, I will say that it'll probably be the best show on MTV. <laughs> you know, that's like being the smartest kid with Down syndrome. It didn't really mean much. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it just to, just you know, to so I can say, yep, that does suck. But I mean, what what do they have to compete with? Jersey Shore. And and the teen pregnancy show. All all the white people with bronze skin. Yeah. Yeah. The bar isn't exactly set very high, so I mean I guess the worst thing they're like, what's you know, what what's the worst that could happen, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Oh well. So what's the worst thing that could happen to Call of Duty? I don't know, but um Epic released a parody of Call of Duty called Duty Calls. <laughs> Duty Calls. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they, this is like the first. I think this is the first time somebody's released a a parody or a um. What is the other word? I can't think of the other word of of a current game. You know, a parody or a satire of a of a current game. And it's basically it's, it's one stage, and um, you download it, and um, this is how it starts. You know how Call of Duty has those screens where it's like a map and it like zooms in and the dude's talking. Mm-hmm. The guy's like, war, war never changes, or does it? War has changed. Did it? The answer is no, unless it is yes. No, of course it is. It is war. Okay, and it's it just, like, makes fun of everything in Call of Duty. Like, you shoot somebody, and it's like, rank up, master sergeant, shoot, shooter sergeant, important person, the sergeant's extreme. And you shoot somebody, and they're, like, boring, like, every time you shoot somebody. And then this guy, he runs out, and he's like, um... It's like soldier points to you, and he's like, he says, he says, this is very important, and then he gets run over, and he's like laying down, and he looks up at you, he's like, oh, I'm dead, increasing the drama of the story. <laughs> oh gosh. You, like, it's it's like it's like a B movie. The Tropic parody. Thunder of video games. Yes, and it, it just makes it make. I mean, it's 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 like I said, it's a commercial for Bulletstorm, but it just make it makes fun of all the cliches. In modern day first person shooters, it's worth it just to da- just to run through. It doesn't take you, but it takes longer to download it than it does actually play it. It's seven hundred <laughs> megs, but if 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 you know if you have something, you know you have some free time, I definitely would download it because it's 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 funny. You may you may be able to like go on YouTube and watch somebody play through the stage, but it's kind of crazy. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, it's kind of crazy actually to make a game just to just for publicity and parody. So I mean. Or satire, it, as you say. But I mean, it's it's just I, I I think it's a genius marketing tool because I was indifferent to Bulletstorm and I still kind of am. But I'm 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 actually you know probably going to be keeping up with it now. Uh, I think there's a Bulletstorm I, demo out, but it's it's, yeah, genius. it's genius, genius. Well, I, I gotta say I think Bulletstorm is the closest to what the Duke Nukem fan club would be able to really tolerate and get away with and enjoy because it's it, it's it's not apologetic about how it does or nothing so, so you're saying and it's it, the beeps and butthead butthead of first person shooters basically no. <laughs> if, you, if you know what download the demo if you haven't played it because the way it opens up is hilarious can you kick over trash cans Well, you don't ever come across any trash cans, so I don't know. Well, the only reason I ask is because, like, I remember on one up when this game was coming out, there was like this whole joke gag where 
the the girl played the bullet storm demo and then she just walked through the she just walked through the office kicking over all the trash cans. So I still haven't played it. <laughs> I guess I need to. Well, in the in the demo that's out. No, they haven't done that. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna play through the whole demo to see if I can kick over a trash can. <laughs> well, if you find a yeah. trash can, let me know. I didn't find one there. If you're bored one day, check it out. It's 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 definitely worth the download. So, yeah, awesome. Well, that does it for news, fellas. Let's move on to what we're watching. Clarence, we're watching an Angelina Jolie movie. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm watching the movie Salt. Uh, have any of you guys seen this? No, I have not. yes. Yeah, it came out in movies with three three months ago, a few months back. Just came out on DVD. I Netflixed it. Uh. Kind of, kind of was interesting because it was like the typical Angelina Jolie action type flick. Uh, the premise of the movie is that uh, Angelo, Angelina Jolie is a FBI agent, and all of a sudden this guy they bring. No, no, she's CIA. Yeah, CIA. I'm sorry, CIA. One of them agencies. <laughs> she's a CIA agent, <laughs> and and all of a sudden they bring in this guy who actually tells her that she is actually a Russian spy. Uh, just spoilers here. Do you guys plan on seeing it? Uh, I do. Ah, not really. Go ahead and spoil it. It's kind of hard. Spoiling such shit for me. Well, so, I, I will say that for most Angelina Jolie movies, it has had the best story I've ever actually seen her attempt to act in. Attempt. <laughs> my friend, my friend. It's the only Jolie movie he's enjoyed that she didn't get naked in. Oh gosh! <laughs> and, and actually, the mo- uh, the story has a lot of potential for spinoff or sequels. Um, and the basic, like I said, the, the basic premise is that she is told that she's a, a Russian spy, and think of where that can go from there. Oh man, I. Just think sleeper cells. That's all I have to say. And, and that should give you kind of a, a hint as to what would go on in the film. But yeah, since Sergio wants to see it, I want. I guess I can't say much more. James, no, go ahead. <laughs> like I, I, like that already tells me what's probably going to happen. It's like the reverse of the born identity. Yeah. Well, ju- well, just think. Um, Okay, thirty years ago in Russia, they started training these kids from a very young age in all and everything America. Raise them up in, as Americans. They 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 go to school and learn English. And and whenever a calamity or something happens around Russia involving Americans, they slip their kids in to replace the kids of the the uh, people who actually came into Russia. So just say a plane crash or something and the parents died and there's like a young child and they replaced the young child with their agent. So that's kind of the premise and on a large scale there there are these uh sleeper agents all throughout America um uh, in any given position in very high positions throughout the government. And that's kind of what the movie takes off from. Which is a very good premise and it is it's pretty surprising. I'm like I said, it was it was a great movie, very surprising. Uh a lot of action. Uh yeah, what more can I say? Hmm. Yeah, it's it, that, that that movie's on my list of movies to watch this summer. 
Uh oh. I mean, you can still watch it. Well, it's, I, I mean, I, go ahead, James. I, I, what I'll say is, it is uh, the first movie I've seen that I really enjoyed of Angelina Jolie's, but she's on you know, it, and she's actually drives the story good. Because most of the time you see in a movie that's good, she's got somebody else in it with her. You know what I'm saying? Like carrying. She's got movie. someone else. Well, yeah, she's not just the only one. She's got somebody else really to to play off of. Yeah, I mean, it, and even that, I don't think her her performance was good. But I think that what drives the movie more is the 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 plot. Because I mean, she she does okay at the in in her role or whatever. But I think the plot drives a lot more. It's a lot of good action in it, which it it keeps the flow going throughout the movie. There's no, not really many dead spots once it gets going. Well, that's good. It did. She doesn't have to be that good if the movie's really good. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't think she does all great. She was okay, you know, but I mean, it was a good movie. Cool. All right. Well, that's all right. Um, I'm gonna be talking about this game called Game Dev Story. All right. That I um purchased on the Android Store. Uh, when I first heard about the game, it was only available for the iPhone. They ported it to Android, and when I saw it on the Android market, it was only $2.50. So I was like, hey, why not? And um, the cool thing about this game is that um, it's more gameplay-wise, it's more like a Farmville for a video game studio, but I like to equate it to the Guitar Hero of of, of video game studio games because it makes you feel like you're actually, you know, of course you're not going to be able to play this game for a week and be able to form a game studio. Um, much like um, playing Guitar Hero for years isn't going to make you a guitar player. But, I mean, you get the feeling, you know, you, you, well, you get the feeling of what you think it would feel like <laughs> <laughs> to actually do this. And um, basically... The whole premise of the game, you, you form your game studio, you hire people um, of varying um, abilities, and the thing about it is, um, to start off with, you're only able to afford like word-of-mouth job search, and the skills of the people aren't very low, but you can actually level them up, so there's some RPG elements in there, but of course, you know they, they can only progress to certain levels, so you end up having to hire better people. Um, but when you're actually making the game, you're actually making a game, uh, you get the you get a few areas to choose from. Um, you pick your you pick your console first, and if it's your first time developing for the console, you have to actually pay a licensing fee, which is very very um, it's pretty expensive. But once you pay that, the the um, development costs for the game are much cheaper. You pick your style of game. So whether you want to make a shooter or a role-playing game or a puzzle game or a simulation game or or a sport, whatever, and then you pick your theme, which is like ninjas, cowboys, robots, that type of thing, um, and then you pick what you want to focus on. You can play, you can just, you know, you can do normal development, or you can rush the game out the door with dips in quality, or you can slow down and make the quality better, or you can pay more money and actually develop the game fast and good. Um it's like like I um wrote in the review that I'm gonna post soon. It's like Patrick Norton used to say on the screensaver is fast, cheap or good, pick two. Um but anyway 
Once you decide what you're going to do, you have eight areas focused on eight areas of cuteness, realism, approachability, niche appeal, simplicity, innovation, game world, and polish. And the thing is, you only have a certain number of points to allocate, and you have to just kind of balance things. You can either balance things out, focus on certain things. Depending on the game you're making, you can just focus on certain areas and just forget about the other ones. It's just kind of You just kind of have to um, trial and error. Um, but once you figure out some good formulas, you can keep coming back to those, and and they'll level up. And the more more you make the same type of game, you'll you'll just get better at it. And you'll make better quality games. But the danger in that is, if you make too many of the same types of games, you'll lose fans. Uh, so you, you just kind of have to keep things <laughs> fresh. And it, I mean, it it's not it's it's not like I said, it's not game development, but it gives you it it gives you uh, another way of thinking about things like. It's like why does why does um Squeenix always make all these freaking Final Fantasy games every couple of years? You know, it's it it you kind of I mean you kind of see it from their end. You know, it's like I can save money, make the same type of game, or I can spend this money making something different that I don't even know if it's gonna sell or not. And you, I don't know you don't you don't you kind of feel a little sympathy for these guys. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. You you you, you kind of get to see where they're coming from. Kind of like um, when you play Sim City, you feel bad for government officials. I guess so. Yeah. Guess so. Um, <laughs> yeah, and like the only thing but, I oh the only thing I add go is ahead, go ahead. yeah I played through the light version, which is the free version on iOS. Um, the only thing I added, Carrie didn't mention. Like they 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 really really try to simulate a company starting off. So at first, like the 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 first things you can only make is like real crappy stuff like freaking pinball machine game or or freaking <laughs> uh do some assets for some other company you're doing like all these little side jobs when you start off to to just get things rolling and bring some money in to try to get your revenue up so you can train more um and level up all your employees so you can eventually take on the bigger jobs so i mean, <laughs> i mean it's very realistic in a lot of ways if you think about it yeah, and like just one last thing I want to add, like this is only the second cell phone game I've ever purchased in my entire life. I've I've owned a smartphone in some form for like the past few years. First game I bought in or second game, and I I will openly admit I've had more fun with this game. I played it for like the three days straight. I like eat, I ate, slept, and I pooped, and I played this game, and. I haven't had that much fun with a video game in years. Like I've become extremely jaded, and I'm this is Halo and everything included. Uh, and maybe that was just because this was something that I was very interested in, and it was a very well put together game. I mean, I'm not saying that everybody's gonna enjoy this game because I don't think that's the case. But for me, it brought me back to that place, you know, years ago where where video games kind of felt like the wild frontier, and you didn't really know what to expect out of a game, whereas now, just about everything you play, you know, it's like, okay, I'm going to shoot these people, and oh, there's a save point, I bet I'm about to fight a boss next, you know? It's, <laughs> it, was, it was just it was just something completely new, and I, I really enjoyed it. And I highly recommend it. I mean, I don't know if the price is um, still discounted. It may be like five bucks, but I'd, I'd pay five bucks for this game. I mean... Yeah, I, think you, like, I think it's like five on iOS. Yeah, and the very coolest thing about this game is once you get your revenue up, you can actually make video game consoles as well. So that was the other cool thing about the game that I really liked and so, highly, highly recommended. So what did you name your game? Z. I made like 50 of them. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly can't remember what I named them. 
Um, I named one of um, the RPG um, series was called New World, and I made New World Tactics. I made New World Online. Um, I, yeah, I did like all types of different styles of games. I mean, it just every genre you can think of is in there. So you can make spin all sequels. And, and oh yeah, and I, one thing I forgot to mention is they actually once you release the game, it actually gets rated too. So Uh-oh. um, depending on how it's rated, it'll affect sales. And if you have a high enough rated game, it gets to be in the Hall of Fame, and you get to make sequels. And the sequels will sell better than the previous game if you put the time into it. But yeah, it's I, I I'm sorry, I really enjoy this game, and yeah, buy it. <laughs> wow, that's a that's that's a glaring or a, a glowing recommendation. And I've heard I, I had heard good things about it, so it's good to to, to hear it firsthand. Well, uh, James, I'm gonna let you go next because your game is new. Okie dokie. Alright, well, I picked up uh, Monday when I got back from my trip to Canada, because it came out while I was up there, uh, my copy of Dead Space 2. So, had any of you guys played the first one? I, I played the first one. Briefly, I to, played to, it. I played it to completion. How'd you like it? I enjoyed it. I, there were parts of it that were just terribly frustrating and hard, but it it was a quality shooter, quality horror game. It, it was just it was fun. Awesome. All right, well, now here we have Dead Space Two. It takes place three years later after that incident, and we are on the space station sprawl, which you know pretty much everybody knows. Uh, basically, this is a jump as say Alien was to Aliens. Really? Yeah. Well, wow, that much better. She said Aliens one. was great. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm really enjoying it now. One of the big changes that they did is that uh, Isaac speaks now. He's a he's a fleshed out character. Whereas in the first one, he never spoke. He never said nothing. It was hey, go fix this. Hey, this is fucked. You know, do this, do that. Well, when this actually starts out, Isaac is in a straight jacket. Say you have the first five, ten minutes that you're running around trying to get away from stuff. Your arms are locked in the straitjacket. You have no weapon. You can't even attack. Wow. So it's like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, now, I say from alien to aliens just because the sprawl is a huge, huge city, you know? So you have that much more to deal with. Uh, I've been hearing a lot of claims that this is the scariest game ever made. Is that true? Uh, for me, overall, no. No, because uh, going into it, I knew what to expect. It wasn't like uh, it wasn't like Resident Evil Two to Resident Evil One, because Resident Evil Two was a lot scarier than the first one because. It had better story, and you really cared. Um, this one's got great scares, um, but they didn't use the – like one of my praises for the first Dead Space was the use of sound. Like their sound design was just impeccably awesome, just made you want to jump all the time. And I can only imagine if you'd had it uh, in surround sound. Mm-hmm. Well, in here they weren't able to do that because you know you're in the Ishimura, it's a much more enclosed space. 
whereas uh, most of the places you go through the sprawl is a little bit bigger. There's more uh, rumbling noises or, you know, higher vibration sounds going off. Um, plus, also, you have a much different pacing in this game than you do in the first disc because this will have big, huge action sequences that uh, you take part in with stuff jumping around. Now, I will say it has this the level that freaked me out the most I've ever played in a game. Because uh, you actually have a level where you have to go back through the Ishimura because they've towed it back, and you've got to use something on there. And they're trying to clean her up and refurbish her. Um, since you guys have ever, ever been on a ship or anything like that where they've been doing this, you know they'll take sections and they will uh, post this white plastic film over it and tape it up and you know they never really have the, uh, the actual lighting up they always have the uh, set lights up so the lighting is completely different how you go through stuff is a little different and it's just really creepy and just really uh edge of your seat and kind of surreal it, it is because i mean as soon as you find out that you need to go there I, it's just like yeah this should be interesting like, you can feel your character dreading it as much as you do, because when you walk through it, you still will have flashbacks. Because um, another one of the gameplay mechanics, or story mechanics, is that Isaac's, Isaac is insane. He's suffering from dementia, but he knows it. You know, he's not, he's not fault, you know, he's not fooled by, uh, by what he sees for the most part. He's just like, you know, looks at it as like, oh, that's fucked up. So he's like Charlie Sheen? Oh. <laughs> oh. No, he's actually a badass. Unlike Charlie Sheen. Unlike Charlie Sheen. Well, I, um, I, you know, I you get, but I'm really looking forward it, to playing it. It's standard this. sequel trailer. Yeah, it, it's really good. And actually the multiplayer on it is real good. Like a lot of people were worried it was just tacked on this and that. Um I've sat down for about two hours so far on the multiplayer, and it's a lot of fun because there's no death match, no team death match. Uh, it's four on four. You have four guys playing the humans, and they are having to do objectives, whatever it is, depending on the level. Like each level has its own type of objectives you have to do. Um, and the way it's set up, it forces you to have to work together to do anything. So you can't really have anybody just running around trying to, to Rambo it. And it, so, uh, so it's Left for Dead. Pretty much. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> well, you know what, now that I think about it, yeah, because you get to pick where you spawn, because there's vents all over the place. So when you're a necromorph, you, you spawn through the vents. Well, you can run through the level and pick where you want to spawn. Oh, yeah. yeah so you yeah. can hide. Uh, you can see uh, the humans anywhere. Like, you see the, either their skeleton or their uh, circulatory system. Uh, hmm. Now, you do die quicker as a necromorph because they're weaker, but you spawn really quick depending on who you want to use. And also there's the there's NPC characters running around. So I guess, yeah, it would be just like uh, Left 4 Dead because uh-huh. Left 4 Dead has a lot of NPC monsters coming up. And, and now you said online play. This is going to be an online pass game. So if you buy it used, you're going to have to pay the 10 bucks, right? Yeah, you're going to pay 10 bucks for the pass, which uh-huh. it should be... Well, I gotta tell you, it's a little early for anybody to have to be buying it used, I would think. 
Mm, I promise you there's used copies out there already. Yeah, always probably. used copies. But um, I, I'm, I'm not looking forward to the multiplayer, but that's just me. Uh, I, I am really looking forward to playing the campaign. I'm kind of bummed that I didn't have the cash to just pick it up day one, but I will be playing it. Also, uh, for right now, it's still coming out in limited edition, so if you ever wanted to try out the Dead Space Extraction game on the Wii, but never just felt like spending the money for the Wii, you do have an updated version that comes on the disc. So you don't have to have a code or nothing. It downloads off the disc. Uh, it's move compatible, or you can use the DualShock 3. If any of you guys remember playing uh, first-person shooters with, you know, rail shooters with controllers. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I do want to play that with move, but I don't want to play that with a controller. Uh, it's, I used to play well, Russia Cop with a controller. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I, I played through the first couple levels so far, and it's spot on. I mean, the move controller works great, much better than uh, than the Wii mode because you can just be more precise with it. The graphics are smoother; they look a lot better. So it's a uh, you basically get a nice little two for one. Uh, I, I definitely rate Dead Space 2 as uh, if you like the first one, it's a must get just because it it carry on carries on great with the whole stories and themes. Well, good. Uh, let's see, what have I been playing? I've been playing Darksiders, and is that the Zelda game? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it's <laughs> the best Zelda game I've played in a long time. Um, and. I knew that going in. Uh, we've talked about Darksiders, I think, on this podcast before, but I, I hadn't actually played it. And knowing that it was going to be Zelda, uh, I would, you know, I was expecting certain things here and there, and I was like, oh, look, it, it's a treasure chest just like Zelda has. And, oh, look, when I bet, beat that boss, I got another heart container. You know, it's there's just very small, you know, homages to 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 uh, both that and God of War throughout the entire game, but. I just got the horse, and I know, J- James, you've played Darksiders extensively. Yeah. The point at which I got the horse was was my, pardon my wording, but my oh shit moment. That's, that, that's the point the game went from, oh, how cute, it's a Zelda game, to this thing is serious. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, like, you get the, you, you obtain the power to spawn a horse out of the ground ground basically anywhere you want you know except in like predetermined spots where horses don't fit but you can just be walking around and a horse come up out of the ground and you just hop on it and start running right yeah, pretty much yeah and it's been a very long time since much like what uh Carrie was saying at ga- game dev store it's been a very long time where something has happened in a game and I was just like damn that was cool <laughs> Yeah, because this is really cool, and and th- that that moment is when I was entrenched. I'm like, okay, I'm finishing this, and I'm probably going to, you know, go through a lot of these sections again to get trophies because it, it, it was already a solid mm. game. But seeing that there's still stuff un- unraveling throughout the game, it just got me really excited. I, I like Darksiders a lot. Uh, trust me, you'll, you'll like the final battle because they imp- incorporate use of the horse pretty good. Oh, good. And and the the, the battle with the, the sandworm thing, that's straight out of Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, yeah. So You I, know what? I actually did a glitch to where I was stuck because uh, when he turned, 
Like I was on his left, and when he turned to the left, I just kept turning, so he was chasing me, and then he just kind of stuck, got stuck chasing his tail and stayed that way. So I just kind of sat there and just, like, shooting at him for, like, half an hour. I was like, oh, shit, I glitched it. That's <laughs> pretty funny. Uh, the, the the one problem I have with it, though, is it's really dumb-looking. Like, it, it, the game looks like it was graphically designed. And I don't mean, like, graphics-wise. I mean, like, art style-wise. It looks like it was designed by a 15-year-old. <laughs> you know, so a 15-year-old in in the back of math class drawing in his in his spiral notebook pictures that he's thinking would make World of Warcraft look awesome. So you definitely don't get the Zelda aesthetic going. No, 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 no. It, it, it doesn't have much visually going for it. The horse is cool looking, but the main character of War is just ridiculous. His sword is bigger than he is. <laughs> Wait, how many games have we played now where their sword is bigger than they are? That doesn't mean or it's, the, like, excusable. Or the weapon in general. And uh, this wasn't developed in Japan, I don't think, so that's not a, a good reason. <laughs> uh, well, maybe oh well, somebody was just trying to compensate for something when they drew it. Maybe, but yeah, I, I, I highly, I highly recommend Darksiders at least at this point. Uh, that does it for what we're playing. Uh, we have a deal of the week this week. Carl hadn't been on, so we haven't had many of those lately. But but Clarence pulled something off Newegg. What's up? Yeah, actually, I stole this from Carrie. So thank Carrie for this one. Uh, <laughs> So the new eggs, best deals of the week. Um, Weekly it, exclusive. Yeah, pun intended. You laugh, but I'll be laughing for a while. <laughs> yeah, and like, like, okay, first of all, this case right here is the Antique 300 Black Steel case. I got this case, and I paid like 60 bucks for it, but it's on here for uh, $44 now. And the biggest thing is me and Carrie were looking at was this uh, memory. You can get eight gigs of memory for eighty nine ninety nine uh, DDR three sixteen hundred. So if you got a three DDR three mobile, I mean this is like a steal. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't either. Yeah, I, I do. I'm thinking of getting it. I'm not sure yet though. My, I mean, it, this is it, like it. It would it would be cheaper for me to buy a new motherboard and buy this memory than it would for me to buy be for me to buy eight gigs of DDR2 memory. <laughs> that's that's sad. Hmm. Oh wow, a, a, a two terabyte hard drive for seventy nine dollars with free shipping. Oh yeah. So yes, yeah, it's just a, a myriad of good good deals on here. You know. Um, it's one ninth twenty after mailing rebate, which if you don't do that, still that is a smoking card there. I'm not a big um NVIDIA person, but that card is a beast. Especially if you're a mid range PC buyer like me. That card's a beast. Hmm. I love New Egg. That's where I buy yeah. most of my, my PC pieces. Yeah, other than the case, that's where I got all of mine. Yeah. New egg, tech edition approved. Yep, yep. Well, that that does it for the scheduled topics. Uh, I want to throw one more bug in you guys' ears. Super Bowl is this Sunday. Who, who, who? What's your picks? I hope they both lose. <laughs> <laughs> Packers. Packers. That, yeah, that, that, that's who I was going with. Packers. Pack. If I have to pick Packers. I hate the Steelers. 
Aaron Rodgers was really good to me this year in fantasy, so I, I wish the best for him. If he doesn't get a concussion, they'll probably. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. All He's right. Well, pretty um, fragile there. But aren't we all when we're getting smashed, when we're getting pancaked by a 300, 300 plus pound lineman? Yeah, yeah, it's it's very easy to say. Oh, he's a weakling, but well, well, notice yeah, he's not. Stay. Yeah, he's not been running running as much since his concussions. So well, and now now that they have a running back too, so that that helps. Yeah, stays but in the pocket. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that does it for the Tech Petition podcast. Um, again, I'm your host Sergio. Here with Clarence, Carrie, and James. Um, wait, we have fan mail. Did we? We had a fan. Yes, James Frank counts as fan mail. <laughs> I think so. I I don't see why not. Okay, what we got here? Let's see. You want my friends to send in some fan mail? <laughs> well, I mean, he'd forgotten that we had the site until I was talking with him. He's like, oh yeah, I forget. Don't, well, don't diminish it. Like, talk, talk him up. Well, I did. Notice, yeah, notice uh, he went to the site because I said, hey, man, well, look, you need to go to the site. You need to go check it out and send us some fan mail and give us some feedback about what you want to see because we want that. We want Unfortunately, he just didn't really give us very uh, well, well thought out fan mail. I don't, I don't know. He, he was very specific. Uh, he wants more fighting games. <laughs> he wants more fighting games. <laughs> yeah, well, th- that is a valid point because we do talk mostly about first third person shooters and stuff like that, but that's more of what comes out. Yeah, yeah, like the uh, uh, outstanding Chandler San. Uh, I I don't think you have to worry about anything this year. We've got two. Two supposedly decent fighting games, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 and Mortal Kombat. Uh, not to mention, like, smaller ones. I think there's a new Blaze Blue coming to PSP. But. Uh, well, there's a possibility that Tekken Tech 2 and Street Fighter versus Tekken might be out later this year. Uh, I don't know. I would oh, be surprised oh. if Street Fighter vs. Tekken comes out this year. I would be really surprised. Uh, Street, Fighter, Street Fighter 4 is coming to the 3DS, and so is some big boob Japanese game. What was What is it? <laughs> Dead or Alive. Yeah, Dead or Alive. Yeah. So. With Dennis Rodman in it. <laughs> what? He is. Oh, yeah, Zach. He is in it. It's oh. not a joke. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Kind of. <laughs> But I don't think fighting games are going anywhere. It's it, it's just reached a point where it's 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 a niche, a niche, just like racing. I've always been one, yeah. except for like when Street Fighter Two came out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We you will always have fighting games. Uh, I don't I don't think there's anything to really worry about. Just like in a few years, FPSs will be a, a niche, as you call them. I don't I don't know. Like it, something would have to replace it as the the king though. Well, it started as an each, and it's kind of come to a head. I mean, it's not going to stay popular forever. Nothing does. Get platformers. Yeah. Racing games. Donkey Kong Country Returns sold 4 million copies in two months. But how Okay, okay. I, I, I get it sold, but how many platformers are coming out on a regular basis, Sergio? Little Big Planet 2. 
Mario. Okay, that's, that's two games. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Uh, damn, I think he got me. Um, but they're, they're, platform is now a niche, yeah, and, and music games are now becoming a niche. But it's it's everything's in cycles, dude. Yeah, but but first person shooters like they don't just appeal to gamers; they appeal to everybody. right now. Uh, platformers didn't just appeal to to gamers, and music games didn't just appeal to gamers, and racing games didn't just appeal to gamers. You see where I'm going with this? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> There's even a time where role playing games were very popular. Believe it or not, Japanese role playing games, not so much anymore. No, no, not definitely not anymore. So um, well, it's it's in cycles. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And if anything, we're going through a resurgence. Of fighting it's like, games. It's like Zumba and Taibo and it, it's 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 um fad. I don't want to say fads. I, I like cycle more than fad, but it's they will they will not stay popular for infinity. Give it a couple of years, people stop buying FPSs and they'll move on to the next thing. Hmm. All right, I like I I think it's gonna have longer legs than everything else. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it's gonna die. They're gonna stop. People stop gonna buy them. Gonna stop buying them next year, but it's gonna happen. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, thank you for the fan mail. Uh, keep sending it. Uh, visit the website. Send us some mail there. Um, website, of course, being techpedition.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. That'll get you all of our our updates right there on your little feed. Um, and I, I think that's it. Wow. wow. All right. Yes. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week. And we did finish before midnight. Sound like very quick. We gon' let it all hang out. Very very quick. Go south, very very quick. I can't I can't beat that. <laughs> <laughs> I just smells burnt and dusty.